Welcome to the Doggy Dan Podcast Show, helping you unleash the greatness within your dog. and welcome everybody. I'm Doggy Dan from DoggyDan.com. Thanks ever so much for tuning into this podcast show, which is all about becoming the pack leader. In fact, it's the pack leader introduction. So I'm going to go through things such as why you need to be the pack leader and why, even though you may think that you're the pack leader, in your dog's eyes, you are absolutely not. We'll have a look at who needs to become the pack leader and how it's going to help you. Now, if you just want to get on with it straight away and you're already aware that you have to be the pack leader for anything sort of to work, then you can go to my video website and get the golden rules straight away to becoming the pack leader. And that video website is called www.theonlinedogtrainer.com. You can also track it down through doggydan.com, my blog. But if you want to start to understand why you've got to be the pack leader, then keep listening to this uh, free podcast and it'll all start to make a lot of sense to you. The, the best place to start to help a dog, you actually have to think like a dog. It's no good thinking like a bird. You can't study the birds and then try and apply that psychology to your dog. Of course, it sounds stupid, I know. You wouldn't do that with the fish. You can't study the fish and then apply that. And yet... We actually do that with human psychology. We apply our human psychology to our dogs and then we wonder what's going wrong and why it doesn't work. To help a dog, you really need to understand where they're coming from. And the best place to do that is look where they've evolved from. They're 99.8% the DNA of a wolf, a completely different species to us. And if you look at how they're operating, there's some very important fundamentals which apply to you living with your dog in your home. And the basics of it is this. In the wolf pack, you probably know this stuff, but it's important just to highlight it because it is pretty straightforward, pretty simple. It's pretty logical. It makes sense. That's why I love it. In the wolf pack, there's an alpha male and there is an alpha female wolf. And underneath them are all the wolves who might moan and groan about who's in charge, rah, rah, rah. But really all those wolves down the bottom, they know that the pack leaders make all the big decisions. Those pack leaders decide when they're going to go hunting, when they're going to move the den, what to attack when they're hunting. They're the ones that procreate. They're the ones that decide who gets what food. They make all the decisions. They do the disciplining, all that sort of stuff. So your dog knows that either you are the pack leader or not. And if you're not, you're the follower. The chances are your dog is the pack leader. You have to get that bit right. And so many people that I work with have done so much training, quote, quote, dog training, but they haven't become the pack leader. And it all goes wrong after that because your dog is not a complicated animal. You know, they're pretty simple. They're not, you know, it's not all about, you know, dreams, holidays, careers, bigger TV, faster car. That's not what your dog is thinking about right now. Your dog is a very simple animal who focuses on a number, number of core sort of functions, such as protecting the property, and protecting the pack. And even as we say those things, you start thinking, ah, yeah, that's my dog's problem. Yeah, if your dog is in charge, if they think they're the pack leader, they will be far more focused on protecting the property, growling at people who turn up at the door, barking at noises that they hear around the house. 
They'll be more aggressive when you're down at the park if they think that their job is to protect you. You know, another dog comes near you or a person or a bike or something they don't understand. So when they're the pack leader, those sort of things all go wrong. Dogs who are the pack leaders will also reinforce their status a whole lot more. Now, what I mean by that is if they're the pack leader, they will do things like disciplining and telling people or other dogs what is not acceptable. Say there's too much noise going on in the house. There's, you know, children running around. You'll find the dogs running around barking. They're trying to stop it. They're saying, that's not acceptable. I don't like that. Dogs will, may growl at you when you go past the food bowl. That's them saying, I'm in charge. Stay away from my food. You may pat your dog on the head suddenly and find your dog growls. That's your dog saying, I'm the pack leader. Don't just think you can come up and pat me on the head like that. What I'm saying is when your dog knows that you're the pack leader and that they're the follower, they will be far more um, willing to accept things. They'll be far more tolerant. They'll be far more relaxed. In fact, many dogs have sort of found themselves in this job of pack leader and they end up doing this what I call 24-7 never switching off. It's this busy bee sort of a job. You know, you find dogs digging holes in the ground, chasing the tail, chasing flies, barking at anything and everything. They never switch off. That's because they've become the pack leader. And understanding how all of these things are connected, all these issues and behaviors are all connected because your dog is a, has got this job of thinking they've got to keep going. Go, go, go. I'm a pack leader. Can't switch off and relax. So, There's four good reasons for becoming the pack leader. And the fifth one is because whatever training you're trying to do with your dog, when you become the pack leader, it has far more impact. Think of it a bit like if you're the boss, it's so easy to tell your staff what to do because you're you're the boss. And that's how the structure works. And that's how it is in the dog pack. If you're the pack leader, you tell the other dogs what to do and they do them. Now, if your dog thinks they're the pack leader, you're always going to struggle as you try to communicate what you want, such as you don't need to bark at the little old lady who crosses the road every morning or, you know, you don't eat the food off the table. If the dog says, well, I'm in charge, well, who are you to tell me not to eat the food off the table? I'm the pack leader, says your dog. Or they may be jumping on the couch saying this is where I want to sleep at night. And you're saying, no, you don't sleep there. You know, if your dog thinks they're the pack leader, they do what they want and you're effectively trying to bribe them the whole time with, with, with food and training them. So all that training that you're doing, it may not work. It probably hasn't worked and that's why you're looking for answers. And this is the big answer. Become the pack leader. Everything else will fit into place. So who's it going to help? Well, it's going to help everybody. I mean, it's going to help if, you, if you've got a new puppy and you're thinking, we just want to get this right then becoming the pack leader, it's, it's huge because you put it in now and you won't, you won't ever end up with half the issues that, that people end up with. If you're trying to stop a dog's bad behavior, then this is the sort of foundation you need and the, the training that you'll find later on, either inside the video website, my website, theonlinedogtrainer.com, the videos you find there, all the podcasts to do with st- all those, those problems that you have, separation, anxiety, aggression, all of that training will sit on top of being the pack leader. And if you're wondering what's inside the video website, as well as the 140 videos plus and more being added all the time, there's also audio files, just like these podcasts, which you can download to your device and listen to again and again on how to become the pack leader. So get this bit right, become the pack leader, and you'll see the changes. Now, the beautiful thing I think about this method is that it is so kind and gentle. 
Becoming the pack leader is nothing to do with screaming and shouting at your dog. It's not about scaring them or aggression. In fact, if you know a little bit about me, you'll know I've written a book called What the Dogs Taught Me About Being a Parent. And the reason for that is because after doing this for many, many years and people saying, oh, yeah, training dogs is just like training children, I realized, yeah, it's, there's so many similarities from this method because it's such a kind and gentle method that apply. And uh, I'm pleased to say that, yeah, I'm putting it all in place right now as I raise my children. And, yeah, it's, it's been a fantastic help. Now, I must make it very clear at this point, just to clarify – the five golden rules that are so important to understand are the differences between raising children and dogs. So the rest of it is very, very similar, but these are absolutely the differences. In fact, these are almost the five big mistakes that people make and don't understand, and that's why people have all the issues. It is a beautiful method. It's why it's been you know, fully endorsed by the SPCA of New Zealand, because it doesn't involve all that violence and screaming and shouting, and it gets fantastic results. So hopefully that gives you a good understanding of why you need to be the pack leader. Now, look, I just wanted to touch on why you may not be the, the pack leader that you think you're, you are in your dog's eyes. I've worked with thousands of people and chatted to many people on the phone who were convinced that they were the pack leader. Unfortunately, or fortunately, really, in the long run, they realized after a few minutes or maybe when I came to visit them that they were actually far from it. And the reason for it was this, that they were thinking of everything through human eyes. They were using human psychology. So in their mind, they were definitely the pack leader. They, you know, they were doing things like I control the food, I buy the food and I tell my dog to sit. And, and so I'm definitely the pack leader and I can growl at my dog and he, he looks really scared and he knows he's done wrong. And he, he does nearly everything that I say now. If I go through these three, just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, the whole idea of getting your dog to sit before they eat, and that meaning that you're the pack leader, I think is one of the, the funniest things, really, because it means nothing of the sort. All it means is this. You can get your dog to do a sit before you give them their food. And hey, let's face it. I mean, I think every single dog I've ever worked with did a sit before they ate because it's easy. It's so easy. It's not funny. It means absolutely nothing. In a way, it's like getting your dog to salute to you or bow down to you. That doesn't mean anything. If you can get your dog to salute to you, you can't say that you're the pack leader. That doesn't mean anything to the dog. Yes, it calms your dog down before you feed them. And for that reason, it's fantastic. I, I do it myself. I think I suggest it to people. But in terms of dog psychology, you becoming your becoming the pack leader somehow by doing that simple little act. No, it doesn't really gain you any points at all. If you look at the wolves, you see, they don't get, you know, the alpha and male and alpha female wolf, they don't get all the other dogs to sit, sit, sit sit before they are allowed to eat it's got nothing to do with that so that's where we're applying some funny human psychology to to the dogs and it doesn't work the growling at your dog a very common misconception that because when you go get off or growl you know your dog sort of cowers away in fear now that doesn't mean that you're the pack leader again it just means that your dog is scared it means that your dog knows that you're angry it, it may sadly mean that your dog knows that if they carry on doing it, they're going to get, you know, a tap on the nose or something horrible like that. Not that I'm saying that that's good, but that's the reality of it. People think that this fear and scare tactics has convinced your dog um, that, that you're in charge. And again, you can see why I've written the book, because there's a lot of crossover here, a lot of similarities. You can get your children to do things, but again, they're doing it mainly through fear of the consequences. Lastly, 
when people say to me, it always makes me laugh, oh, I'm definitely the pack leader. He does everything that I say. You know, he always comes when I call and all that sort of stuff. And I think, well, hang on, if he does everything you ask, why are we chatting on the phone? Why have you rung me up for help? It's because you've actually got behavioral issues. And in fact, he'll always come when you call him, except maybe when there's other dogs around and then he won't come. So you've got to ask the question, are you really the pack leader who makes all the big decisions? Or is it a case of your dog is kind of happy to try and keep you 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 happy uh, when, he, when they can, but when it doesn't suit them, they actually take no notice at all. And that is generally the more common situation, that they're nice and quiet around the house until they hear a noise, and then they're off barking, and they don't take a blind bit of notice of you. I know they're still lovely dogs, and they still listen to you most of the time, but not when it really matters. And that's because as a dog who thinks they're the pack leader, they hear a noise and they pretty much say, hey, there's some danger, I've got to take care of this, sorry, not now, and they sort of ignore you a little bit because they're doing what they think is best, which is protecting the property. A really good example of dog psychology, I think, is this. This is the way your dog sees it. They find a $30,000 golden crown lying in the back garden in the grass. What did your dog do to it? They probably cock their leg and pee on it. And then they wander off. It's got absolutely no value to them at all. And yet to a human, what do we do? Well, we pick it up and we stick it on our head and we walk down the street, walk down the pub or the bar or to the local club or whatever to, to our friend's house to show it off. Yeah, we may look a bit of a plonker, but you know what I'm saying. A gold, a $30,000 golden crown on your head has real value. It has real significance to a human being. A dog would look at you and go, it's just a piece of metal. It's got no value at all. Having that on your head doesn't mean nothing. Now, let's look at it the other way. When your dog has a dirty, old, rotten bone in the back garden, which has been half buried, been there for weeks and months, got no meat left on it, has that got any value to a dog? Oh, yeah, you bet you. You know, the number of times I've seen people with, with uh, dogs and they've got dirty old bones in the back garden, which are just lying around, and my dogs walk out there, gosh, and the other dog will go off. They've totally ignored all those, those bones. The owners thought that they had no value to their dog. But as soon as my dogs are there, that their dog is gathering them up or growling or trying to eat them or controlling them again. My dogs are, you know, trying to chew on them. They know they've still got value. It's almost, that's dog psychology. And yet a human would look at those bones and just chuck them away in the bin. They've got absolute no value. So it's starting to look at everything that your dog does through your dog's eyes and believe you me, there is a lot of things which we are doing which is giving our dogs completely the wrong message. We're giving the, the, your dogs the message that they're the pack leader. And as I said before, that's where it all goes wrong. So we can turn it around often very, very simply by putting in place what I call my five golden rules. And you put these rules in place. That's the foundation which everything else sits on. You start to see the changes when you start implementing them. And you do have to implement all of them. You've got to do all of it. It's no good sort of doing most of it and just picking at the bit, um, the bits that you want to. That's when it can go a little bit wrong. It's not a smorgasbord, as my wife calls it. It's not that. You've got to put it all in place. If your dog sees a chink in your armor because you're only putting a few of them in place, your dog will simply say, well, hang on, if you're a real true pack leader, You'd be doing all of these things. And when you do, that's when you see the results. So if you do anything, whether it's with your puppy to try and train them up, put the five rules in place. If you do anything to try and help your dog, any other dog training, cool, go for it. But put in place these five golden rules. 
And uh, this is my passion. This is my joy. Hopefully you can feel it. I've been looking forward to doing this for years, putting together the podcasts. And as soon as I finish this introduction, I'm going to start doing golden rule number one. And then two, I'm going to put them all together, put them out there. I can't wait to hear the results because I know that this is what you really need. You know, of the thousands of consultations that I've done where I've gone to people's homes and they've had maybe a dog who was toileting inside or a dog who was overprotective outside, whatever it was, pulling on the lead. It's all connected to being the pack leader. Very recently, I actually worked with a lady who said she'd spent several thousand dollars on training her puppy, training her dog into being the best dog she could. She said she could even walk along with holding the lead and holding a glass of water. And she could walk along in the class going, look, and she wouldn't spill a drop of the water. That was sort of the test. So she completed the pre-puppy school, the puppy school, the advanced puppy training, the super advanced, the you know, all these puppy classes. And, and her dog qualified and advanced at top of the class. He was a super student. He could do everything. But now what's happening is when she walks down the road, this dog lunges at bicycles and tries to attack them or, or, and basically protect her. The reason I know it's protecting her is because when I walk with her dog, the dog totally ignored the bicycle, totally ignored it. And the bike was only one or two yards from me. She couldn't believe it. And yet I sort of knew that's what was going to happen. I've seen it so many times before, and so I walk in straight away. I clock in as a pack leader. I give this dog all the messages that I'm above them in the pack. They don't need to worry about me, protect me. And hey, presto, you get a totally different result. You know, I'm a pretty logical sort of guy, and I can work out, well, hang on, there isn't much else. There's no other factors to change. When she's holding the lead, the dog tries to attack the bicycle. When I'm holding the lead, the dog is absolutely fine. And so for me, it was kind of just, an, you know, I've seen it thousands of times before. But it's just another example of, yeah, all of that training that's been done. Because she never learned how to truly be the pack leader in a dog's eyes, the dog had now said, well, yeah, I can do all of that stuff where you want me to walk nicely in the class holding a glass of water. I'm a very intelligent dog, but I will protect you out there from things that I think are dangerous. So the solution for her, as I showed her, was very simply become the pack leader in your dog's eyes and then you can very simply start showing your dog how to behave around bicycles which is pretty much just to ignore them and that will work but only if you're in that position of pack leader another lady just to give you an idea of how powerful this is she rang me up booked in for a consultation she said i know all that pack leader stuff but then she had, a, she had an aggressive, very aggressive German shepherd, was really going for people as they walked through the, um, the gate and came into a property. When, when I was chatting on the phone, though, she actually started to pick my brains, and she started picking them, and she went through all the rules, and I, I sort of gave a little bit. Of, it was in the days when I gave a lot more away on the phone than I do because people like to try and pick, and, pick, and, pick the um, rules apart and figure out if they're doing it all, and people rarely, rarely are. But this lady was, I'll give her credit, she was doing an awful lot of the stuff that I wanted her to do, except for one little bit. Now, she booked in, and uh, two or three days before um, I was due to go and see her, she actually called me back and said, Dan, I need to cancel. And I rang her and said, what's happened? She said, the dog is, is absolutely transformed. That little tip which you gave me, and it wasn't a training tip, it was about how to be the pack leader and how they behave, and one of the things which a pack leader will always do. She said, I've been doing that, and the dog is a different dog. He's just letting people come in now. He sort of woofs and allows me and tells me that there's somebody turned up. I say to him, don't worry about it. Thank you. And the dog is absolutely fine. He's calm. He's by my side. So 
That's the sort of power I'm talking about when you put all these rules in place. It's almost magic. It's like a magic wand sometimes. Of course, other times there is a lot of training needs to be done, but that's, you know, that's just life. So let's get into it. I'm thinking now it's almost time for me to start getting into those five golden rules. There is a little, little cost for those five golden rules, but I almost guarantee it is the best money that you will ever spend on the internet. That was my dream when I first started doing all this dog training on the video website, theonlinedogtrainer.com. All the videos up there. I wanted to make them the best value for money in the world. And the audio files combined with what is now probably 140 plus videos with more being added all the time is just that. The audio files out of interest are almost identical to podcasts in that you can download them onto your device of choice and listen to me talking about those five golden rules again and again and again. And just out of interest, the five golden rules, I deliver them in a way almost identical to when I go to people's homes and they pay me hundreds and hundreds of dollars to understand how to become the pack leader and solve all these problems. I leave nothing out. It's all included in there. So that's the sort of quality of the information that I'm giving away. That's always been my dream. My passion is to provide the best service possible at the lowest cost, at a cost that absolutely every single person can afford. And that's what makes me so passionate about doing what I'm doing. I'm not trying to hide stuff. I'm not trying to bundle it in a way where you have to keep buying more and more books and more and more DVDs, and you'll never quite find the answer. You'll never be able to piece it together. Absolutely not. My mission is this, to give it away to you virtually, these five golden rules, and then you know you're on, you're on the right tracks, you've got that foundation bedded down, and then all the other training that you put together will have that, the impact that it, that it should have, and it will have. All the stuff that you've been doing possibly in the past which hasn't worked, it'll work when you put these rules in place. So that just about wraps it up. That's the introduction to becoming the pack leader. I hope that's got you excited. I'm really raring to go now to get stuck into golden rule number one. Start at one. Don't jump around. Start at one. You'll see how they all fit together. It's, it's done quite cleverly, I think. And uh, yeah, you'll love it. It's simple. It's straightforward. It's kind. It's what your dog is looking for. So to get access to those audio files on becoming the pack leader and all the other videos on training a puppy up and stopping unwanted dog behaviors, then go to the video website www.theonlinedogtrainer.com. You'll love everything that's inside the video website. And of course, enjoy the other free podcasts which are available to you here. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. I'm Doggy Dan. And of course, love your dog. You've been listening to another episode of the Doggy Dan Podcast Show, bringing you one step closer to creating harmony with your dog. 